Humanity Chats, a conversation about everyday issues that impact humans. Join us. Together, we can go far. It is a lovely day to be talking about friendship. Uh, welcome to Humanity Chats, where we get together and talk about everyday issues that impact humans. Today, we have Selassie Dubate joining us. This lady is amazing. I am um, I have enjoyed knowing her in real life, and I can't wait for you to get to to, to listen to her. She uh, she's a registered registered nurse with um, over seventeen years of experience. She also has her master's in nursing informatics. That sounds like a, a difficult uh, subject, doesn't it? Um, she works for a top three medical insurance company as a utilization review nurse. She also, get this, she also owns a, a home health agency, God Healthcare LLC in Georgia. And she has been in business for six years. Um, her career path started as a, a, a trained teacher. God bless our teachers. Um, afterwards, she got that BSN in Oregon, and now she's out there flourishing. She is married and has two kids. I can't wait for you all to get to meet Selassie, hear her story. Um, I admire the way she does friends. And so I think we all need a friend or two, or we all need to know how to sustain our friendships, you know, with, uh, with uh, a shoulder to lean on, life seems to get better. And so without uh, much further ado, we are going to bring Selassie into the house. Um, get your notepads out if you still write by pen so that you can take some notes. If you're driving, hey, um, know that you're about to hear some nuggets and your life is about to get just a little bit brighter. Um, wherever you are, whether you're in the kitchen or you're getting your day started, um, whether you're on a walk, it's Humanity Chats. We talk about everyday issues that impact humans and Selassie is going to be joining us. Hello, Margie Marge. You see, I saw you backstage bopping your head just like me to the music. <laughs> yes, it's such a catchy music. <laughs> I know, I know. I love it. And um, every time it plays, and I don't know, it just does something to, to my heart. It gives me joy. Yes, it, makes, it puts you in the mood to talk and be friends. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, it is so good to see you. We did a quick intro of you, um, about you. And, um, you know, before we get started with a conversation at Humanity Chats, we'd like for you to share a fun fact with us. And so um, the fun fact could be anything. It could be that you like to dance or you like to cook or you like to shake your body, whatever it is that you love to do. Or it could even be a, a past experience of how you rode a bike or anything. So please share a fun fact with us. Huh. Fun fact. Okay. Yes, I have this one. 
Um, when I came into the country, America, in Oregon, and one day we were walking down um, Oregon, um, downtown Portland, and we saw a movie set, and they are they casting people. So it's like, what are they doing here? So they said they need black people to cast for a movie. And we looked at each other like, okay, let's go see if they'll take us. And, you know, Oregon at that time, they were not, that is um, 20, 20, uh, 20, no, it was 1999. So um, we went in and we got casted for Cooper Gooding Jr.'s um, movie, um, Men of Honor. So I mean it. Oh wow! I'm, yes. talking, I'm talking to a movie star. Then <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that, yeah. So I love so that movie. That's this a fun is, fact for me. This is so cool. Oh, <laughs> um, you've actually been in a movie with yeah. Junior and like a real movie. This is yes. not like a backyard flick or anything like no. that. I oh. love how you can see me standing there. Right. Yeah. I mean that. Girl. <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Um, you know, your your fun fact reminds me of a fun fact about me. Um, I think I was I was younger and I went to the UK for, for a visit. And for some reason, back then mannequins were not common in Ghana. So I saw a mannequin and I thought, who is that standing there? <laughs> Oh God. And then I was like, oh, he's not moving. Wow. And I was oh my God. That's so um, Yes. I mean, that is it's yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. And it was something similar, but it was with escalators. I'm like, why is it moving? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was a king and had never seen one before. So I was happy. Mm-hmm. I was scared. I was scared. Yeah. Of that, eventually, when I saw what it was, I was like, "Oh, can I go up? Can I come down? Can I go?" <laughs> did you Did you try it a few times, like you yes, go up and came down yeah. and I went back? I <laughs> and my auntie who was with me he was just happy and laughing. And <laughs> you know the things that people take for granted, but yeah. we find joy in little little things. Yeah, you know, I was actually I tried talking to the mannequin. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, can you imagine? It's like right. <laughs> I greet you, Charlie. I greet you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um yes, yes. Um Sela, so we're talking about friendship today. Yeah. And um, you know, you you do friendships. Um you are um a Ghanaian American, you're an immigrant. Um, how, how how have you fostered friendships over the years and how does it impact your life? Okay. So for me, friendship has been um, something I learned from my mother. Growing up, I saw my mom with so many um, doing friendship that I actually thought that the people that she surrounded herself with, her girlfriends, I... We grew up thinking that we were family. We didn't even know that um, they were just friends because, you know, um, we knew their family and extended families. 
We just didn't know the mothers. That's it, you know. So for the longest, we I knew one, two particular families that I thought that were relatives. The Aquas and the Hughes, I thought were relatives until we in my teens and I found out that no, they had a, they had their own family line and we have our own family line. It's just that our mothers have known each other since they were um, in um, nursing school in England. They went to nursing school in England, you know, and stuff like that. That's how far they've known each other. And they've grown to bring their families together and to the point that we moved even in the same neighborhoods, you know. And so because of that, their children became my best friends. And we grew up like that. And we all got out of Ghana outside Ghana, and we still fostered the friendship and relationships because it was more than just um, acquaintances or, you know. And I learned from my mom that you be yourself at all times with everybody that you are with, and then the friends will come in. And so me coming to America, I still maintained my friends in Ghana and so I find myself in different parts of France. And it's easier for me because I'm authentically myself in each group that I'm in. So um, as we we're talking about, um, when you asked me about my friends, how I keep my friends, I was like, okay, thinking through, I have groups of friends, different, different groups. And if you do ask each one of them, who am I? it's going to be the same story because I'm not different for any, with anybody. And I can talk, as I told you about that growing up friends, the Takwadi friends, I have my secondary school friends in Fantiman. And it's also a set of group of friends that I have. And so these people, I've known them since I was 13 years old and I still maintain them. You know, um, they are all over the, the world different, different place, London, Ghana, um, here, China, everybody's anywhere. And we still maintain our friendship. Thank God for WhatsApp, right? So you can still call everybody. And then, um, so that is there. And then when I come to, we grew up in Takrad first. So the Hughes and the Aquas are from Takrad, kind of friends, right? And then when I come to Tema, I have my Nade Dekwe, the Delfinas, um, the aqua, um, the Odami Adams, you know, so they are the Baitama friends. And then, um, and so when I go to Ghana, I meet all of them. Everybody comes together and it keeps going. Then when I come to America, where now I live, I've been here for uh, what, more than 25 years now. Ooh, my goodness. That's a long time, <laughs> you know. But when I look at my friends here, I look at, um, I take um, my friendship with somebody like Denine Milner, how I met her. I met her um, when my daughter was studying kindergarten. And she is the one who actually... Um, introduced herself to me, asked me for a coffee, 
if I want to have coffee. And she saw in my face because at that time I was dealing with a whole lot of different things. I was in a space that was sad and I was mourning and I had a sex child and all that. So she saw me and she realized that this girl needs a hug, <laughs> I guess, you know. So she invited me to coffee. And from that time we've blossomed and we'll become family. And then I have my core group of friends here. And also how that started, it's even, um, it started with one person who is actually supposed to be a family, um, Mike Finn, so and Tina. And these are in-laws, but they become more, more than in-laws. They become friends. And so with that, then Evelyn comes in and then Lady Pearl comes in. And we become so close that we see each other at least once a week. We talk to each other every day. And with that kind of group of friends, I have grown to raise my children as a single mother through them before the, before I got married. You know, if my child needs anything, it's calling one of them. <laughs> if, you know, they know they have extra parents to call on. And we sit and chat about there is no topic of limit among us. You have experienced it. Remember, <laughs> we took up everything, <laughs> you know. And I do believe that such group of friends, they grow you, they make you grow, they um, help you out of difficult situations. They are there, you know. And if you can sit and say, I know which person to call for any kind of problem in my life. You're a lucky person. So I see myself as a lucky person because I have this kind of people in my life. There's no situation that I don't have one person to call on. I cannot tell any situation that I, there is not a single person on this earth that I know when I call on will be there for me. I have those people. Wow. What a blessing, you know, because um, I think it was NPR that I was listening to the other time. And um, the person was saying that the average American has one and a half friends. And I was wow. like, oh, my God, it's not even two people. It's like one person and half of another person, you know, literally. And I got I got scared because I was like, goodness gracious, what's going to happen with our kids, the next generation? Will they have a network? Will they have people to fall back on? Um, and it's tough. You're blessed to have the, the group of friends that you have. But I think what I'm getting from what you're telling me, the advice that I'm getting is be yourself, be authentic. That way you don't have to pretend that, you know, I'm this cool cat here and um, I'm this bougie person there or, you know, stuff like that. If, if what you like is fashion, let them know if what you like is books, let them know if, you know, and like you talked about your friend, Denine, how she reached out. So if you see somebody and um, you see that that person is in need, you reach out to that person and extend that um, hand in friendship because you don't know how that hand that you extend is going to even impact that person's life. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, now, how do you sustain all these friendships um, we need advice personally i have i believe that you have to be the friend you need you know so me thinking that at any point in my life 
there is one person I can call on. And all these people I have sustained in my life and come across and met and built um, honest, quality friendship with, if I'm also the same to them, there is no way anybody is going to drop off from my friendship group. Mm. So I believe that you be the person that you be, you know when you need that person will be there to the next person. And that person would be your friend for life. That is powerful. Yeah. So knowing that I need empathy, I need somebody to be loving me. I need somebody to be honest to me all the time. I am that person to my friends. Hmm. That's it's simple. Yeah, um, what you're saying leads us all to evaluate what kind of friend we are. Are we that friend that we can rely on? And if we can rely on us, then it means the people in our network can also rely on us. Um, That's deep. This conversation is fire. Viewers, listeners, hey, (laughs) share this with your network. And, you know, let's all work on our friendships skills because I believe that, um, you know, you could be sick, you could have a child who needs support. Um, It could be that you don't even need anything from anyone, just the fact that you are connected to someone. And it is hard. If there is a, uh, if there was a talk about the average American having one and a half friends, that means that there are people out there who need love. So, so much as you need love, try giving that to your fellow human. Um, now, Stella, sometimes it's hard to go out there and make friends. Like you may not even have the confidence to go talk to the person or you may have, I don't know if the word is a complex, um, you know, or you see a group of people and you might even think, oh, they're so tight. I don't want to go and interfere. Do you have any tips as to how we can broach that and welcome people. Personally, I feel that as a human being, there is no group of people that you should be afraid of. You know, so if there's a group of people that you think you want to be friends with and you think that they are so high there that you cannot, there's always a leeway about somebody would smile to somebody, be relaxed around the person, and share something. Find what the people, that group of people you think that are doing and be part of it. If you become part of it, it's easier for them to also tend to you. And when you are with them, be yourself because being not your authentic self trumps everything. And people knowing that this is who you are takes the cup. Nobody wants a fake person. Nobody wants a fake person. So if you are yourself, you would realize that this, the, the circle of people you find yourself in, it's either going to gel or it's going to, you know, you're going to feel that they, if you find out that they are fake, you're going to drop off because it's not, being yourself would not allow fake people to be around you. And you realize that people who do not like you or people who don't want to be in your circle are the people who are not truly them, themselves. 
at the right time. And that's what I found myself. I found that almost every friend group that I'm in, the ones that I have sustained and keep going are the ones that are always themselves. They are true to themselves all the time. And the ones that wind, you know, falls off, we'll find out, you'll find out later on about what they truly are and you realize that it's just not the same energy that you come in with that they have. You know, talking about energy and the fact that there are some people who may not like you, um, you know, there are some people that sometimes you, you try um, because it's not that you just want them to be your friend, but um, there are days that people are just looking for a connection and it doesn't, it doesn't work out. Um, so when, when you see something like that, do you keep finding alternative ways of trying to make that relationship work or do you just let go? Okay. I didn't. Yes. I think that um, in everything, Mm-hmm. If it's not working for you, you let it go. Mm-hmm. And um, yesterday I saw something um, I wanted to says I would have to find it and let you read it to you. It says, um, anything you lose by speaking your truth isn't a loss. Wait a minute. Anything you... Anything you you lose by speaking your truth isn't a lot. It's an alignment. Oh, preach, girl. You know, so if you're going to lose a friend because you're being your truthful self, no, you haven't lost it. Okay. You're aligning yourself for the truth and for the right person to come into your life. You know, I think, I think you're speaking to a lot of people today, um, whether they're young or old. Yes. This is great advice. Uh, whether you're a teenager who doesn't feel like you fit into the Any friend group, group that you want to belong to, or if you're an adult, um, you know, trying hard. Um, it could even be an in-law who um, is giving you the cold shoulder and you haven't done anything to that in-law, but they keep giving you the sh- cold shoulder. Stay in your alignment, Right. Exactly. Stay in your alignment because being truthful will bring them, you, you'll be happy and you cannot serve someone when you're not happy, mm. you know? Thank you. So you have to be in a space where you have that happiness and when you are happy and you're doing it, it doesn't even feel like work and there shouldn't be any friendship that does work. <laughs> it's not worth it. Oh my goodness, this is deep. There shouldn't be friendship that is work. Um, You should just, it should just flow. Yeah. So you see that, especially with us that are immigrants, we have friends that are in back home that you don't get to talk to all the time or see all the time. And I have friends like that, right? The friends that when I go back home, and it feels like talking to them and seeing them, it feels like it was just yesterday that we saw each other. That's easy work. But the friends that you, you don't call me and you do, and it's like, you know, I have life. I'm doing life. You're doing life. Why is it that I have to call you? Why didn't you call me? 
If I always have to answer to you about why I haven't called you, we are not friends. Oh, wow. I didn't think about, about it that way. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you have to know that if I have not seen you, I'm not talking to you. It's not because I've ignored you or I have an issue with you. It's because we are all doing life. And when we come to get back together, it's as if we haven't left. We can catch up. Mm. But if I'm always going by, oh, you never called me and you never do this and you don't do this, why do I have to answer to you? Mm. That's not friendship. That's, a, that's making, making as if I have to account to you my life. I have to account my life to you. That's not friendship. Oh. I don't owe you that. Thank you for sharing. You know, um, listeners, Selassie is not saying she's an expert. She's just yeah. talking based on her life experience. Yeah, exactly. And so, and so, um, but I'm I'm feeling the nuggets that she's sharing. And so soon our time is up. I can't believe it. Um, I, this conversation is important. You know, humanity chats, we just talk about everyday issues that impact us. And sometimes we need a shoulder to cry on or to, to just lay our head on. Uh, and there are times too that we just need to hear about somebody's experience so that we know that we're not alone. And um, this talk with Selassie, although I have had experience doing life, I'm getting something from it. And I believe that you are also getting something from it. But before we go, Selassie, if you have any words of inspiration or nuggets to share with our folks, it could be up to five bullet points. It could be a whole paragraph, a whole essay. Um, please share it with our audience before we wrap up. Oh, um, I don't have much. All I can say is being a friend is being a friend to yourself. If you know you are the friend that you would need at any time in life, be that person to the next person. And the people who call you friends should also believe that you are going to be there at all the time. And they would also be, it has to be where we all have a way that we share and it's authentic and it's not hard work. And it is not something that um, I have to sleep over thinking through it and being, uh, having a headache because of a friendship. No, friendship is not headaches. Friendship is um, easy work. Friendship is supposed to fill your soul. It's supposed to um, make you feel that you have a lifeline. And so um, best way to do is be yourself at all the time, at all times, in uh, um, any place you are, be the person that you want the other person, the person that you need in your life, be that person at all times. That's all I got. Well, be that person for someone else. We all are heeding to that advice. Um, you know, this is a, a season of Thanksgiving. Um, we have the Christmas holidays coming up. Um, don't let your fellow humans be lo lonely. Um, it just takes a phone call. It just takes reaching out. It takes a smile, like how Denine smiled at um, Selassie. Um, so think about it. Think about maybe three people that you know. And if you have to reach out to them, um, 
I got a phone call from a friend. I um, We've been friends for a long time, but like you said, we don't talk a lot. Um, and he called me last night. It was deep in the night when he called. I needed that phone call because I was on a drive. It was late and I was sleepy. And he reminded me um, about how I took him to get his social security number when he came to this country and how he thought about it and how grateful he was. Now, this guy is a physician now doing so well in his life. And to hear him tell me that I didn't even remember that I was the one who took him to get his social security. It made me so happy. He kept me company on the road because, you know, we had a time difference. And so, of course, my husband was already asleep and um, it was it was nice to receive a phone call from the West Coast. But that is friendship. Um, I'd like to say thanks to him if he's listening for that phone call and for keeping me um, from from keeping me awake um, that I did not fall asleep on the road. But there are little things that people do for us that we end up taking for granted. Um, let's appreciate the little things in life. Um, let's not take our fellow humans for granted. We're so grateful to you, Stella, for all the nuggets of wisdom. I believe you all have received some nuggets too. You know what? Send us um, your comments. Go to margimarsh.com. Go to the contact information. Send us your thoughts. And if you enjoyed Selassie's conversation, please let her know in the comments. Give her a review. Let her know she touched you, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, let her know because it's so important. Those affirmations, they keep us going. Um, This has been Sela and Margie March coming to your ears. Um, We love you, even if you haven't met us before. Um, Sela, anything you want to say before we wrap up? Well, um, viewers, Listeners, it has been Humanity Chats. Um, Sela is smiling at you. She appreciates you all. Until next time, we will see you. Thank you. listening. Share with a friend. We are humans from all around the world. One kind only, and that is humankind. Your friend, Margie Marge.